Hola, you are listening to Las Chicas del Crime, a podcast where tres amigas sit down and talk all true crime for Hispanic and American crimes. What's <laughs> popping? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> I'm mad that I got kicked out. Rank. Mm-hmm. Anchor be on it. I almost called it Ranker. <laughs> And and I was like, I was like telling I was telling our support our listeners, like, you know, y'all, this happens all the time. Why don't you come right back in and you never came back in? <laughs> oh no. Anchor so, don't play us. For real. Oh, you do sound nice, Jen. See? Oh hey. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> you sound you said what you sound like. Did you guys ever hear like the radio station late at night? Yes, sexy voice. That's yeah. exactly what you're sounding like right now. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Ooh, you know, actually, ooh. you know, it's funny. The other day, I was talking to Angie and Lily, and um, shout out to them. Yes, shout out to the girls. And um, I was, I was telling them about like growing up. There used to be a radio station here in Orlando that was um <clears throat> called Delilah. Well, her segment Delilah. was called Delilah. Yes, you know about her. Oh. Yes. Yes, yo. Honestly, Delilah was for if for whatever reason you happen to hear this, Delilah, I love you. But her voice, <laughs> no lie, you. was so soothing and relaxing yes. that I would have fucking fall asleep to that like every night because my yes. sister would have to listen to music to go to sleep, so we would listen to that. Yo, she was the most relaxing like radio person host should i say radio host that i've ever heard like to this day nobody beats it i miss nope. the show come back delilah oh, please please come Daddy, back come back <laughs> no facts. facts yo you took a bite for real though i, I sure that. did I'm anybody from orlando knows that it was um uh it's gonna be different for over there to over here, but I'm, I still can't think. Um, but Delilah was that good. I can't remember what it was either, to be honest. But that is the, she that was. Is what she sound like though. Oh, I'm not honestly. I'm not even trying to sound like any different either. So this is nice, good quality. I'm telling y'all, y'all gotta get this mic. Shout I out, to get the mic. Pile what USA. Say, shout out. What, what I'm also <laughs> thinking of. what i'm also thinking of because when you move the mic around on the table i guess Please What's happening? I don't know. The big mic thing. I'm sorry. I thought I was so funny. <laughs> I'm over here like, what the fuck is so funny? <laughs> oh my god, I felt so lost. But yes, so good laugh. It's because the other day I I listened to one of our older episodes and I don't remember which one it was, and like I think it was one of Cat's episodes and like. Cat, you know, was saying the story, and then Jay would be like, "Oh, wow!" And I was like in a goofy mood, and I was like, "Wow!" So it just sounded like I was doing Alvis for like the whole fucking case, and that's what it just sounded like. And I'm like, "Oh my god, here I go again!" <laughs> also, with the Alvis, <laughs> instead of las chicas, we're gonna be like las migas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. 
<laughs> I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> Wait, that was actually pretty fucking funny in a mind team up here. I'm hilarious, girl. Get her together. <laughs> Yo, you got this right there, and you're listening, and you're laughing. I'm snapping for you, because that show is funny. I got to give it an O to you. I mean, I, I am a whole character. I've yeah. always said it. I agree. If, I agree. Yeah, if yeah, my yeah, 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 if yeah. my sister would have dropped <laughs> the sex tape, I would have been. <laughs> I would have been fuck? a fan of the Kardashians, okay? I always tell my sister to drop the sex tape so I can get, you know, the Kardashian recognition please, I deserve. So I don't want to imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dog. She got that body, it. though. She can get them she coins. She do got a body, exactly. She can get them coins. Let me not. Ain't no him. Less. Let me not do something like less. that. Less. She could get them coins. <laughs> Ain't. Right, ain't no can be left. Let me stop, bro. I'm not trying to sell my sister. I'm just about saying, to say, bro, okay, Pimposa. Bro, I always tell her too, and I'm like, you know, if you was to drop a sex tape, she's like, leave me alone. And I'm like, I'm just saying, they got famous off of that. Anyways, I'm Osa. I'm Kat. And I'm Jen. Y somos, y somos las, las chicas, chicas del, del crime. crime. Okay, I think that one was good. <laughs> Wait, what? Were you my late just now? I was late on purpose. I was about to do the crime, the crime, the crime. Try to echo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh hell no. Nah. Oh. I think it worked because oh. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I did get a little stumped. I was like, I was like, I was literally like, I think I know who has a connection. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I'm away and I'm gonna do third time, third time, third time. I'll fade it out. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so. I'm low-key super excited to hear your case because this is the first week that um, we're going to record a case. I mean, we did last week, but obviously I knew my case. So this is going to be the first time that I don't see the teaser before, like, the recording. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Facts, I'm facts, so excited. Yeah. You're right. I'm Let excited to tell it because, for one, we're going back to Colombia. Oh. What's that song called? Colombia Tierra Querida. That one? No, another it's, one? Uh, yeah, it's something like Mi Bella Colombia. Something. It's by Grupo Nietzsche. Oh my God. They are my old time favorite. Like, I was like eight years old singing Gotas de Lluvia. No es- mm-hmm. okay, I won't tell you like that. I won't I do it to you. You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. That all of us are like so chico, so Hispanic or Latino, whatever, because you know, you guys are going to correct me. And um, we all date <laughs> men that are not as Hispanic as us. So, like, we go to this Hispanic parties and just sit down because it's like, oh, I don't dance. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh, my God, I know. Bruh. Does that hope my daddy lives forever? Because my daddy will be here for me. Uh, I mean, I but seeing as how usually 
hopefully moving forward we'll all be at the same functions i mean fuck it we can just do it together you know right and i was gonna say because whenever i god brings my man to my life like i'm gonna slowly teach him how to because i just need to come differently because i want to dance and the family is gonna understand you're not the best dancer but you're trying so yeah that's that's all that matters and yes y'all y'all heard it cat is single Oh yeah. So 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 No, I'm not I'm not single. I'm just not single. I have a boyfriend who does not know about me. He is my boyfriend. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Actually, everybody might know him. His name is Mike Towers. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay, someone someone we're going to have to tweet him or some shit. Oh, have to I to see this. him. Um, I did. I added him today twice, three times. Twice, twice or three times. Which one is it? <laughs> Four times. Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> but he has a lot of social medias, like different ones. So I, it was in a neat one, you know. Oh my god! Consistency, consistency. Dedicated. Okay. Exactly. Take notes. Take notes, people. Take notes. Uh, exactly. This is that's how this podcast is taking off because we're consistent. Exactly. I'm consistent with everything in my life. My man, my podcast, everything. Well, not mine, but our podcast. Everything. <laughs> Don't play me. I'm not single. God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Mike Towers, I'm, I did not I did not publicize your woman. I'm sorry. Th- thank you. We appreciate it. He says he appreciate it. Es todo tuya. Toda tuya. Yes. But yeah. So, okay. Um, so yeah, I am super excited because I'm going back to Colombia and excuse me, if you guys, uh, and gals picked up a lot of our old cases, like all the way up till now, they were, um, like mainly about, uh, I was gonna say homicide, <laughs> femicide, <laughs> about femicide was mainly about a woman, even if it wasn't femicide. So this time, oh, well, Pescalito was a little boy. You're right. Let me not disregard him but yeah. it's about a it's a man this is a case oh i'm committed against okay a man so i like it i like it so okay. i don't like it but sorry guys <laughs> i know <laughs> i know we like it because we into crime but we don't like it because it's a crime you know well Does i just like it yeah, yeah, but I also like it because it's you know a, a new type of subject in the sense yeah, like yeah. it's a male victim, which you know equality, mm-hmm. so they, they deserve it. Right, they, they deserve it. Obviously, oh to them too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to hell. Hell. I, what? Okay, go ahead, Kat. I'm so sorry. Okay. Wait, I have to get this out because I'm going to keep laughing just because I hear it. So what I was trying to say earlier was with your mic. It's so good because, like, every little, like, when you move it around, it sounds like, or, like, when any, it just, it's a really good mic. But my point is to make is that this is the kind of mic these people be using when they do them, like, LMDR, whatever, like, the sound videos when they're ASMR. munching on fuck yeah, when they're mm-hmm. fucking munching on a goddamn cucumber or uh, every kind of popcorn, whatever they're munching on. It's the kind of mic they be using because I can hear everything real, real, real nice. Also, you can hear like the background noise. No, no. nothing. No, none of that. I'm just saying, like when you just like, like the when you, I speak. Yes. Oh. Exactly. When you speak, when you move, like when you move the mic earlier, 
you could hear it, but like obviously you're not moving the mic now. But I'm saying, but it's not even like it's just very clear. Yeah, it's just I'm saying it's it's good because if we hear it, that I'm that's dabbing, Okay, I'm giving the mic the props. Okay, 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 okay. So this Good case review. is El Caso Colmenares. Oh, it was famously given that um, Colmenares is the last name of the victim. Mm. Um, majority of my sources for this case came pretty much all of my information came from Netflix, who has a series on it. Uh, in Spanish, it's called Historia de un Crimen Colmenares. And then in English, the, you know, they got to switch it up. Crime Diaries, A Night Out, which does not even translate to the same thing. But not at all. At all. But I guess that's like in English, that's how like they attract someone's attention because uh, I didn't even know about this case. However, this case was like huge in Colombia. And I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah. I guess in Spanish, if they associate it with Colmenares, it's going to bring in the attention. But in English, it's just like, oh, a night out? What happened in the night out? You know? <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, A lot of my favorite cases, like even American cases, are usually of people who like go out and then just never get found. Interesting. Ooh. Like no. there's um there's this one case and I can't think of like his name on the top of my head, but I'm so sorry, Kat, but I just thought of that. Like it does call your attention because like me, I see Night Out and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch it because I know it's interesting. But and it was the cases of like this guy, he goes into a club, he gets seen going to a club in the in the cameras, and then he never comes out, but then he's never found. Oh, I think I may know what... Mm, it's ringing a bell for something I might have listened to, and I also don't have all the details, but I think I may know what you're talking about. You might, Maybe. because Crime Junkie covered it, and you yes. listen to Crime Junkie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I yep. think it's so, like, not cool, but I just feel like it's so mind-blown, because I go... you. I mean, we've talked about it. I go out all the time, and, like, um, Jen's husband could, could like, say it like I get lost all the time like if I'm drunk I'm getting lost like one time I got lost for like two hours I was fucking playing in a forest because I was so drunk and like obviously it's not like uh, I shouldn't be doing that and thankfully nothing has ever happened to me but like things like that sometimes like now makes me think like bro especially now after my child like it makes me think like yeah I need to stay stay with my friends when I go out but I'm I'm notorious for fucking getting lost for hours and then I just popped back up and like <laughs> him he literally got lost and then I mean, he never was found unfortunately but anyway so go ahead yes it is a good way to grab your attention because it's going to grab mine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the case like I said it's in Colombia it's out of Bogota which is the capital um, I already gave a lot of facts about Bogota my first first case because it was from a little outskirts town but capital, right about in the center of the country. Uh, this is in this particular case, it's more like in like the city, the city Bogota. Um, so it's more civilized. It's hella populated. It's the opposite of what my other case was, but it's still Bogota. Um, the victim, his name um, was Luis Andres Colmenares, and then. His other last name 
it's and I, I put this in here because I found it very uh, interesting. Um, I'm assuming also, but I think this is why his second last name is Escobar, but they Ooh. don't put it in a lot of the stuff though, and I don't know mm. if it's because they don't want that to like come in in any way simply because of the notoriousness or infamous of infamacy of I just made that up of the last name but that that's his mom's last name so Mm. yeah so I know right and what made me think of that was like even what was his his, like last name is because in in the show in one of the scenes um there's like people protesting I like the police station while one of the witnesses is brought in and someone's holding this like poster sign that says L-A-C-E Lace and I'm like I can make out every letter but the E so I'm like what is this whole name and then it's Escobar so Luis Andres Colmenares Escobar Lace it's crazy Um, yeah Um, he was born May 23rd 1990 in Villanueva sorry Yes. <laughs> Our brother's May 25th, so shout out to Gemini. Yeah, he was. Um, in 1990, in Villa Nueva, La Guajira. That's where my aunt is from. Oh, nice. Shout out to her. Cool, cool, cool. My aunt is Colombian. Ooh. So, of course, he was born in 1990, so he would have been 30 this year if he would have still been alive. Damn. Oh, like somebody else is turning 30 soon. Coming up next year. Woo-woo. Next next month. Not next year. No. Man. Yeah, next year. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's next year. I thought you were 30 this year. No, I'm 29. And then my uh, golden birthday on my 30th is na- next year. Uh, I could have sworn you were turning 30 this year. Oh, my God. No, I would be literally in tears, like, crying <laughs> if that oh. birthday got ruined by coronavirus. Coronavirus. Even though, even though I get it, y'all, a lot of y'all birthdays got ruined, and I'm I'm just speaking, I would have been probably fine on given the situation on the circumstance. But I am hoping and praying and just asking God to remove coronavirus out of this world, even if it's by September 25th, and like open the world up for my birthday and just let me enjoy my birthday, please, <laughs> please. That's all I have. Poor and favor. Got a whole year. You got a whole year world. Please, please make it work. People, wear your fucking mask. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Wear your fucking please mask. Do. Nothing's gonna help. Please do. Nothing's gonna help other than you wearing your fucking mask. But go ahead. It would wait. definitely speed up the process. Okay, so uh, his name was Luis Andres, but his family nicknamed him Luigi, and I love that. I love that so much. It was just so cute, and I loved it because, like, it's his like grown brother. Adjusting him as Luigi. It's so cute. Um, and then his friends would nickname him El Negro because he's dark. He was he was black, darker, he was Afro-Colombian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to address that really quick, in I'll say in Colombia, but I know it's in like maybe more countries, referring or nicknaming someone who is negrito, mulato, uh, just the darker person in the group, the darker person in the family. Negra, negro, negrito, negrita. It's so fine. Like, it's so normal. It's not, yeah. like, an auto-do-norm thing. Like, 
I'm not even the darkest one in my family. And sometimes my mom calls me Negrita, maybe some other family members. I have cousins who are even darker than me because we have that in our family tree. So it's so that's that just okay. Like Osa's mom. Yeah, that's what my 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 -hmm. dad calls my mom Negra Mm -hmm. and uh, my uncle that I look like. He's his nickname like outside of the house. Like his nickname in home, well, like in the family is Chacho, and his nickname in the street was El Negro. So Mm -hmm. yeah, like a lot of people don't understand it if you're not like from other countries they think it's like a you know a derogatory derogatory and it's not like at all Mm -hmm. actually both my mom and my uncle are the favorites out of the whole family oh (laughs) i think i hope i I hope my family don't listen to this because oh shit (laughs) oh my god family (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i never said that um that 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 was that was him uh sorry i didn't realize we're talking while i thought no it's okay just i just go ahead (laughs) um he was a student he was studying uh economics and engineering at la universidad de los andes in bogota i know he was like getting that them degrees degree get it Not that old degrees don't matter, but these are hard. I'm just saying, these are hard. I know. A lot of them are hard. Y'all need to be comfortable no matter what I said, but boom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, what you mean, Kat? You don't think my nursing degree is hard? You don't think my whatever degree is hard? Well, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to be quite the fuck honest. When I I picked my degree, which is criminal justice, I did it because we we only have to take one math. Oh, well, facts. <laughs> That's how I choose what I want to do. Which major has the least amount of mathematical classes that I need to worry about? That's, That's exactly that That's exactly <laughs> why I picked my criminal justice. Because, I, I mean, I could have went a lot of other ways, which I should have probably went a lot of other ways because I, I was not going to become a fucking cop. That was not for me. But I was like, which one has the least math, ma'am? They were like, criminal justice like well i'm a fucking criminologist then that's what i did psychology has a decent amount of math but and especially if you're gonna do research you have to learn how to do like quantitative stuff but i don't really use it because i'm not gonna do research so (laughs) i don't have to do math ever again just this weekend um i went you guys know but i went up to Tallahassee this weekend and one of the friends I know, tally ho. Um, it feels mm. so good to be back, y'all. And I'm not even going to rant on because y'all know I could, but I just, I can't believe I lived there for six years. This is just too much. Okay, for another time. But my friend, she's majoring in biochemistry. And I oh, just sometimes write. Her Yikes. Right? And I'm going to shout out to Keisha because my dog been grinding for this degree for Go ahead, girl. Ever. And she's about to be done next spring. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, she's, oh, geez, so many math classes. It was talking about that she had to take. And I'm just like, sis, bro. No thanks. I'm snapping all the fingers to you. Wow, no way. That's why I couldn't really go into something more like medical concentrated like that because I, I just, I can't sit there and do math for that long or like, you know, consist- like consistently yeah. like that. Mm-mm. 
And y'all know what's crazy? I'm not bad at math. I'm actually pretty fucking great at math. I just I don't like it. Mm. I'm so, decent at math. I'm not bad at math. I'm... Oh my god, cat <laughs> does really suck at math. <laughs> oh, but no, god. I'm pretty like good at math. I just I I was like, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, yeah, not happening. Which, uh, really quick for my my homegirl Keisha, she's doing biochemistry because she wants to do like, uh, in the lab forensics. So mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty Ooh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right? Nice. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about that. Shout out to her for real. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's get into the case. Let's get into the case because okay, I know it's going to be good. Um, so, off rip, the night of Halloween in 2010. The body of Luis Andres is found in a channel that's known as El Caño El Virrey, which Mm. the channel was in a park that was called El Virrey, so that's how it got its name. But yeah, his body's found that day, and that's how we're going to start this this case. Damn. Um, I'm sorry, question. Are you guys' Halloween the same as America, or no? Yeah, like, you mean like October... 31st yeah Mm -hmm. Ah, okay because you know in mexico it's not the way well yeah okay so yeah um october would this october 31st halloween perfect Mm -hmm. thank you uh but when his body was discovered it was discovered 16 hours after it was reported of what happened to him wait what so it took 16 hours for his body to be found from the initial time the incident was reported. And I'm ah, okay, okay, I get it. I thought you meant like it had already been in the news and his body had not been found yet. I get what you said. My bad. Yeah, okay. Well, kind of. I mean, yeah, it kind of. Let me tell y'all. So to go back at around 3.30 in the morning for... A call came into dispatch that Luis Andres had jumped off and into the into the channel, and they couldn't find him. Mm. Mm. Originally, when the emergency response units were uh, responded to the scene, you know, the police, the firefighters, EMS, uh, they did a search of the area, like all around the park, all in the the little. It's so weird saying channel. Because I can't associate the word channel to El Caño, but I Google translated it, and that's what it is. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, <laughs> they, they, like, search all up and down the Caño, which is a little tiny, like, I don't even think I need to explain it, but if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> and if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Look it Google up. El Caño, C-A, and with a little squiggly O, and then you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, but they couldn't find him. Like they couldn't find him anywhere. Um, and so they did do a "Have you seen him?" Uh, flyer. They put him in the news. Uh, because it was just strange for him to a had jumped into the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, b not be like back home, because it was like. Okay, so he jumped off. 
did he survive because we can find him and if he survived why is he not back home like where is he um and that was kind of like what they were hanging on to initially he jumped off he still survived because we can't find him we're gonna go down the line of he is still alive somewhere and we just can't find him so however um Again, they just couldn't figure out why he just wasn't showing up. So let me tell y'all how we even got to him jumping off into the channel. That night, the night before Halloween, Luis Andres had gone out to a club in Bogota's well-known Zona Rosa. He had gone there with a few of his homeboys, Laura Moreno, which is the girl he was seeing, dating, um, and his best friend, Jessica Quintero, who was a girl. What did the friends say happened? Huh. Let me break it down. Tell us. Tell us. Dun, dun. Yeah. So Jesse, the best friend, says, uh, this is her total of how everything happened. She noticed that Luis Andres was upset over something. Um, so he slid out of the club and she went after him. She tried to talk to him, but he just didn't want to talk to her. He just he was saying he was hungry. So he walked over to the closest Ferro Caliente stand, the little hog dog stand. And got him a hot dog. She tried talking to him then. Like, you know, what's going on? Why are you upset? Like, obviously he was drunk. Like, yes, they were out. They were partying. He was drunk. But still, like, something more was to him than just him being drunk. Something was wrong. Um, But he suddenly just, like, took off running from the hot dog stand and just ran off into the street. Uh, Laura, the girl he was seeing comes back over and Jess is like, you know, just go after him. I'm going to call our homeboys that they all had came with to come pick me up and then we'll come scoop y'all up wherever you end up catch- catching up to him. So Laura takes up running after Luis Andres. Uh, Jesse gets picked up. She's in the car on the way to wherever they're at and she gets a call from Luis Andres' phone, but it's Laura, and she's telling them, you know, I found Luis Andres, this is where we're at. Click to hang up. Few minutes after that, another call comes in from uh, Laura again saying, Luis Andres se cayó. Luis Andres fell. Interesting. Right. Like, just a couple of minutes, you were with him, and then he fell. So... That's Jesse's side. Let me tell you Laura's side of the story. Laura's is pretty much the same. You know, he was upset. He ran out of the club, went to the hot dog stand, that little hot dog. Uh, she sees Luis Andres takes off running. So she walks over to Jesse and is like, what the hell happened? And Jesse tells her, go after him. So she does. She's running and she manages to catch up to him. And she, like, stops him and is like, you know, stop, stop, what's going on? Talk to me. And she gets his phone, makes the phone call to Jesse. You know, I found him. This is where we're at. Click. Then he manages to, like, loosen up from La- uh, Laura's grip and takes off running again into the channel. At that moment, 
that's when Laura calls Jesse back and like Luis Andres de Cajo. Luis Andres fell. So, hmm. yeah. what the hell? Yeah, right? Like, like, what is going on here? It's going to unravel itself. I know that might be a lot to unload at once, but those two stories, those two people are who become the most uh, who we need to look at eventually later in the story. So that's why I tell the side of the story from them. Um, when the so now uh, the car of all the friends shows up and meets up with Laura at the park and you know like what the hell what do you mean what happened he fell and they all start looking for him all over the park Laura says later in her statement that she even went down into the channel and looked for Luis Andres but she couldn't find him either so then they eventually like a few 20 minutes later or so end up you know like okay we need to call the police so that's when they call and get emergency uh first responders to come out and pass the you know it becomes the case it becomes an investigation at that point Hmm. um so like i said the whole day goes by and they can find him um the mom her name is oneida escobar she is like super determined, super persistent. Like something's obviously not right here. My son would never. Um, I, I I just I we have to keep looking for him. Not that the police have kind of given up on the investigation, but it was like they had given up on the theory that he, the the channel, like that he was in the channel because they have been searching and been looking, and he wasn't yeah. there. But the mom is like, no, like, I know I have this feeling. Uh, and this is a part of the show that I read an article on from, like, the actual family that the brother says there's, like, an inconsistency with the show. Because the show makes it out to be where the mom um, gets a dream or has this, like, uh, moment of, like but again it's Netflix and I have to dramatize some things and I get that but it's also true crime so the family's like that's not really what happened this is how it should have been um interesting but the mom right so the mom she like no we gotta go back to El Caño and we gotta look because so part of the channel is open and then there's this part that's like a little tunnel and the water still runs underneath there so she's so persistent and like, that's where we got to go back and look. That's where we got to go back and look. And she was ready to jump down there and do it herself. Because she's like, the police not going to help me. I'm going to do it myself. But she eventually, uh, authorities are like, okay, you know, we will do another search. We'll go deeper into the tunnel and we'll, you know, we'll do that. We'll do that. So this is when now it's been 16 hours that he's been missing, uh, disappeared. And when they go back into the t- uh, channel, deep into the tunnel, they find his body. Oh. Wow. He wasn't there. He wasn't there 16 hours ago, but he's there now. Yeah, that's a little suspicious. Right. Hmm. That's where everything starts to become very sus. Mm-hmm. So then what happens? Okay. 
I'm purposely be quiet for a second. What? Also, I'm here. I just oh. I'm trying to like make sense of it, like because the whole thing that. doesn't make sense to me. It it like, doesn't make sense. I I understand what like I understand everything you said, obviously, but like I just feel like. I, I, like yeah, I'm just I'm excited for what's up to come because it, I have a lot of questions and hopefully they get answered and if they don't I'm gonna ask you and we're just gonna have to brainstorm together. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, this, again, this is where everything becomes very suspicious. Like, why was he not there 16 hours ago, but he's there now? So they just still the the fiscalia which is the prosecutor they're still just fixed on the fact this was an accident and it just happened that we don't have enough evidence against like to 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 pursue the opposite that it was an accident even though this is just so suspicious uh the fiscalia was like it's just an accident like it and then the family just wanted to do a velorio, do the wake. They wanted to bury him. They wanted to just do the proper uh, way to send him off, be at peace with, just let him be at peace. And they just went with that so that she was able to get the body because um, uh, the, why am I stuck right now? They were holding the body at the morgue. They all like they wouldn't even release the body to her for a, a little bit of time, but they wouldn't really tell her why. Uh, finally, they did. Like I know all of this sounds like why suspicious. That doesn't sound right. Like that's part of all of this. Like this case became such a big case in Colombia because it brought out like it brought light to how corrupt, how inconsistent how the long delayed process that they just fucking sit on shit and sit on crimes and things to just not the give justice to the people who deserve justice in cases like this. Hmm. So that's why it sounds like it sounds because it is what it sounds like. Like, what do you mean? Why are you holding the body? You know, and you're not telling the mom why or the family. Yeah. So some time goes by and a new prosecutor is assigned to the case. This prosecutor comes in and, and he says, you know, let's let's look at it again. Um, and the mom, she's so excited, you know, to have a new first person and she's like bringing all that she has, all the evidence to him and he starts looking into the case again. And to do that, he has the body exhumed so that they can do a new autopsy and look at everything again. When they do this, uh, they now focus on uh, marks like injuries that Luis Andres has to his face. Mm. Mm. Right. Right. Which one would look at those and be, well, if he just fell how does how is it that he has all of these cuts and bruises and injuries to his face from just you know falling into the channel? So at that point, the investigation turns more into it's a homicide. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking at it a little different. Uh, who did this to him? Who obviously now 
move the body in there so we could find it 16 hours later. Um, you know, who? Now they're going to try to find who did this to um, Luis Andres. The friends, they still stick him behind their stories. You know, he just ran off into it. He jumped into it. Um, some of the friends, like the two girls, that's the story they're telling. Like, fully sticking to it through and through. Uh, some of the, one of the homeboys, he kind of start when news come out that it's now a homicide, one of the friends comes forward and he's like, well, you know, Laura has been acting a little iffy, um, a little, you know, how one should not be acting when mm-hmm. you just lost the guy you were dating. Um, and then they notice that she's linking up secretly with her ex-man. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, mm-hmm. interesting. Right. So even la policia is like, oh, that's interesting. So because the mindset is now this is a homicide, she's acting all iffy and weird. She's meeting up with her ex man. Mm-hmm. The the theory becomes Laura. Uh, when she ran down the street and finally caught up to Luis Andres, she called her ex-boyfriend to come and do something to Luis Andres. And that's who murdered him. Hmm. Okay. So hmm. now la policia, because, you know, the way that it works is uh, they... And this is just the way that the criminal justice system works in Colombia in this in this case. Um, they they tell what they think it is, and then they go back and try to find the evidence to to back that up, rather than right. having all the evidence and then we're gonna bring you forward. No, it's like we think you did it, so we're gonna hold you. You are responsible. We're gonna bring you in front of a judge, and then in front of the judge is when we're gonna lay it all out, and then the judge decides. Yes or no. Um, Stupid. So with this, yeah, it's like, it's just different. So with this new theory, they now have to find uh, the the ex-boyfriend. His name was Carlos Carlos Cardenas. So in 2012, now mind you, the, the the original crime when Luis Andres was found was in 2010. So now it's 2012 when the charges or uh, accusaciones are brought forward to Carlos Cardenas. So he's arrested. He's put in jail, uh, prison, actually. And prison in Colombia is also probably knows. Even Eugene, I really don't know how the, the jails and the prisons are in the Dominican Republic, but I take it they're, they're not yeah. Nothing like here. Um, Absolutely not. Nothing. So... At the end of the day, even if we are suspicious of Carlos and think that he did murder Luis Andres, he is like a 20-year-old, just barely can live his own life, still living at home, and, you know, it's a little baby in in this prison of all these, like, super hella serious, like, mean, vicious criminals. And so... He obviously has a terrible time in prison. And 
this whole time they're trying to build up a case a case against against him and then out of nowhere uh the prosecutor finds a witness that comes forward that watched the whole thing happen oh mm-hmm. oh so this, shit. yep so let me tell you what this witness's testimony is yes let's see because this shit so, confused yeah I know, um, but it's such a good case when I get to the end. I'm sorry. Look, no, like you're explaining it right. Up. You're explaining it right. It's just like, I mean, explaining it to where. The case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the case okay. itself doesn't make sense, as you're mm-hmm. saying. So you're doing a good okay. job. Where to go, the Lord. Oh, thanks. So this uh, senor, he's an older man, comes forward and says he was there the whole He was there that night and watched the whole thing. This is what he says. He sees Laura running after Luis Andres, catches up to him, uh, you know, tries to stop him. Then she calls the ex-boyfriend and tells the ex-boyfriend, hey, pull up, like we're here. Um, He pulls up and start, it's him and his friends, the ex-boyfriend and the ex-boyfriend's friends. And they pull up and they start beating up Luis Andres and Laura is kind of like standing to the side a little bit because like, I guess, I don't know why, but at this point you think it's okay to, you know, let him get beat to just set us up, you know? Mm-hmm. But they're beating him up. And then um, at one point, uh, Carlos like smashes uh, a, a, like a bottle or something against his face. And at that point, Luis Andres is not like stops moving. So the witness says that he sees uh, Carlos tell Laura, you know, you didn't, uh, um, like, we're going to take the body and you say he jumped into the channel. Just when the police comes or when this comes out, you say he jumped into the channel. You hear me? Like, very, like, this is what you need to do. And she says, okay. Again, yeah. this is what the eyewitness said. So the eyewitness testifies in court. And so now, like, the case is even building up more against Carlos. But still not all the way. Because I guess, even though, like, you just need more concrete evidence. Yeah. So in the time that they're looking for more concrete evidence, a second witness comes forward. And says that he too saw what happened that night. And he can even describe the kind of car that drove up. He remembers the license plate that drove up of the car that drove up. Okay, hold up, hold up. So I don't know about these witnesses. Because I feel like, okay, I'm not saying, you know, one person could have been there. But now all these people are there. And the people, you know, the, the Laura girl, and the, they didn't see them. Damn, no. Oh, they had it sounds suspicious. That is exactly what starts to become a thing. Like, how, why are you coming forward now? Like, this case, it's why not 2012. Right, right. It's not 2012, 2013. Why didn't you call the cops then? Why didn't you come forward then when this was clearly in the news? Things, like, we needed to know this back then. So one of the witnesses says, oh, 
um, I was scared. Uh, I just didn't think, obviously, they never think it's important enough. Um, but then they remembered, and now they want to come forward and say it. But so, you remember even the license plates? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Mm. So what happens is that it comes to light that the prosecutor is buying witnesses to come forward <gasps> and tell all these stories. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. hell no. So what the... Okay, but... I, <laughs> what is the big deal to cover this shit up? Like, what is happening? So, funny you ask, what is the big deal? Um, One of the girls, Laura, her dad, obviously, has some kind of power. Mm. He's just a little... Not like a big politician or big anything, but in his level of who he is, he has power in his network of friends. Mm. So he, you know, this is the way it is. You hold any kind of power, you can make whatever you want go away. Because <laughs> you got the money. Makes sense. Yeah, she had to be a, a daughter of a, some type of politician. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, he wasn't really a politician. He just had some kind of higher status than like. Oh, okay, got it. You like me. money, mm-hmm. got it. Right. Um, hey, girl, you don't know what kind of status I got. Sela. <laughs> right. And so, uh, uh, okay. So when it comes out to lie that the prosecutor was buying witnesses or shit was iffy, he obviously gets uh, removed from the case. Uh, Carlos Cardenas gets cleared from all um, uh, not charges because he was in charge at all accusaciones. Why can't translate that word? Accusations. Accusations. Uh, <laughs> that were for, that were against them because of what's come to light with the prosecution. So he's clear. He cleared in entre comillas cleared, and so now uh, the, he was clear in 2014. So two years between when he was brought forward to when he was clear. Wow. Time goes by. Again, time goes by. So now we already went through the, this was a homicide. We brought a witness. We had a possible uh, uh, person of interest. (laughs) Thank you. Why am I getting stuck? (laughs) But it wasn't it because we got, all of this happened. So then in 2016 official uh, accusations are brought against Jesse and Laura because it is believed that they know what happened. Not necessarily they did it, but they know who or what happened that night that caused or led to Luis Andres being found dead in the channel. Which would make sense because they were the last two to see him alive. Exactly. 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 So now the case is back in front of a judge, but this time we're now going to build up uh, evidence to, you know, to, to back up that Laura and Jesse together know what happened and are both like withholding this information to cover up for somebody or something, whatever. So years, years, uh, and I say years because time just goes by and through all of this to come clear up. So I'm going to kind of 
I've dragged this a little bit too much so already, but it's, I had to lay all of that out. But now, really quickly, this really is how the case ended up. So, Cups. uh, the defense team, which Laura and Jesse were, uh, being, they went in front of a judge together. So the same defense lawyer was defending both of them at the same time. It was either both of them are in innocent, guilty, or both both of them are either guilty or both of them are innocent. Like it's not one or the other because they're being tried together. Mm. Okay, that's different. Mm-hmm. So the so now again the case has another new prosecutor. Uh, that was been assigned to it. Same lawyer, though. The lawyer for the families remained the same. Um, and his case is obviously built around they know um, the dad is covering shit up because he doesn't want his name to be tended by the fact that his daughter knows what happened or is somehow involved in this case. Um, the boyfriend was jealous and so she doesn't want to tell that the boyfriend, even though the boyfriend was clear, um, he did end up still do it because he was jealous that the girl moved on. And so he got angry and killed Luis Andres, but she's stuck covering up for him. Like this is what the the defense team, I'm sorry, the prosecutors are saying this is why Laura and Jesse are guilty of knowing what happened. Um, the defense team is like, no, this is why you're wrong. The defense team pulled the uh, phone records for that night and pinpointed where every single person was, where Laura was, where Jesse was, where Carlos Ooh, was. God. Yeah. 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 Where um, every single person involved in this whole entire case, the defense team pulled the phone records with where they pinpointed the cell towers with a timeline of they left the club, and right now I'm not going to give you exact times. Go watch the series. They'll literally lay it out for you. But uh, estimate times. Left the club 3 a.m., went down the street 3.15, ran down to the other side of the street 3.20. They were by the park at 3.23. They made the first phone call at 3.28. Uh, then she makes the second phone. Like, he's laying out everything out. And so he then built yes right Thanks. he <laughs> he then also and by doing that starts building um doubt because you know guilty without a doubt he starts mm -hmm. building doubt into the audience um which he's talking to the audience but the only person that matters here is the judge because the judge is the one who's gonna make the decision but he's trying to rally up everybody um because he says you think that laura and Jesse, who don't know each other, they really didn't know each other because Luis Andres had just started dating Laura a couple of months. I want to say literally two, three months before he his death. So he laid out all of this because he wanted to make the point that it's impossible. Not impossible, but it doesn't add up. It doesn't, it's not correct for them to come after those two girls with what they think that their involvement is when there's just not enough evidence for that. Also, what he does is he brings back into the stand the firefighter who went into the tunnel the first night 
when they went look the in the morning that night. I just said morning and night. <laughs> that morning. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that morning of the initial report that Luis Andres had jumped off into the channel. Um, and she testifies that she only went in halfway into the tunnel. She didn't go all the way back into the tunnel where he was actually found later that night. What they also bring forward is a drying of the, like, landscape of the tunnel channel part of it, of the tunnel part of the channel, where there's a little piece that drops down just a little bit more than the level where you walk into, mm-hmm. and which is where the body was found. And so they do all of this to, to make the point that because the firefighter didn't walk all the way down the tunnel, she there was no way she was going to be able to see the actual body that was just further more down. And so the body really was there the whole time. It was just never really look for it properly is what he's saying um hmm. so what the judge does she says all right well you've built enough doubt that we're gonna go back to the park we're gonna go back to the channel and we're going to recreate the search with the firefighter stopping at the same point that she stopped that day Obviously, we're going to put a dummy where we found a body because we know that is where he, she should have walked over to and looked. Um, so they do this whole recreation. What is that noise? What noise? Oh, it was like a little banging noise. <laughs> oh, it's back. Yeah. It's back again? There it goes. Oh, I think that's my cord. Hold on, let me I'm telling you, your mic is so good, girl. <laughs> Mad fragile. Okay, is it good now? Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Um. So they they go back to the the channel and they recreate the entire uh, moment. Like the judges out here, it's like the courtroom at the park. Like watching this whole thing. Um. And oh, in fuck. fact, when the firefighter. Uh, walks up to that point where she did that night, that morning, and uh, shines the flashlight deeper into the tunnel. Her report is still, I don't see the body. So now it's proven that she just didn't walk further deep enough to be able to shine the light into the little drop down area of the tunnel where the body had been laying this whole time. So by that finding, the judge says, okay, so then this clears the girls from any involvement that, any criminal involvement that like they did something or they know something was done to the body. It was more like he, oh, I'm so sorry. I left a huge piece of information. The reason why she couldn't see him in the drop down part of the tunnel is because it had rained a lot, a lot that like day before and the Mm. water level was just at higher 
than what it was later that day when they went and they had cleared out more and they found the body. So then it became, you know, it's just, it, unfortunately, it was just an accident. You know, he ran down the street and he was just running just mm. like freakily that he jumped into the channel and he got hurt and just the water washed him down and he ended up in a little part that was deep down a little bit more. The firefighter didn't get her job correctly. And then, you know, the girls had nothing to do with that, really. Because they continue to testify and to, like, do interviews for the newspaper and for the news, like, you know, say they are and how. Laura, she's like, I did all I could. I went down there. I have no reason to want to hurt him. Um the best friend, something that was my best friend. Like I, I just, there's no reason why I would even cover up, even if I knew who did it. Like I would, I would never cover that up. So the whole case ended like that, where the judge was like, "Okay, the girls are clear. It wasn't Carlos. It just ended up to be an accident." And that was in 2017. But just like y'all thinking, like, that still don't sound right. That still don't yeah. That's just, that's the same way the family still feels. That's the same way so many people in Colombia feel, or anyone who now obviously knows about this case. But it's sad to say that, like, that's just how it is with so many cases in Colombia. Like, mm-hmm. the, the policia and the judges... They either uh, are corrupt by being bought or they're just fucked up. And instead of doing their duty of serving justice, they just don't Mm -hmm. because. um, And then the families are just end up with, okay, like we just did went through all of this turmoil to not even feel like we actually got justice. Like we just. We just did all of that for what? Um, And that's kind of like where that left off, just like that in 2017. And then the whole Netflix show came about in like 2019. Um, And then the article that I read from the family, giving their opinion on the production of of the show, like apparently they weren't even like, asked if it was okay to do this show uh, yeah they weren't even like asked their side of how they felt about everything um so the family was like really fucked up about that uh the fact that it was happening and then when it actually came out to have to like relive everything um yeah i thought that was yeah really that's that is extremely <laughs> fucked up like no way. How do you try to profit off of someone's death and you don't even ask their family for permission? Exactly. Like, that's what the brother says. He's like, you know, his brother's name is, uh, uh, I forgot. Sorry. Um, but his brother was like, you know, we, we don't want to do like a whole, uh, like a whole thing of the, the fact that my brother was killed we just wanted justice. Like, that's all, because the mom, the whole family, but, like, the mom 
the mom was intense as one would be and one should be about mm-hmm. the fact that I need justice for my son. Like I have answers. Like what happened? This is doesn't even seem like an accident. Y'all are doing all of this, bringing forward evidence, and then going back on it, saying it wasn't this, saying it wasn't that, but still, like, I'm not happy and satisfied with just believing he just ran off into the channel, and then we just... And for no reason, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Because nobody knew what he was upset about at the club. Like, what can make you so upset at a club that you go and, and, and throw yourself out the water? Yeah, and it was he, and also reading on his character from his family, his real life character as a person, he was like so nice and he was so happy. There was nothing that was going on in his life that would cause for him to want to like, oh, I'm done with life, you know, like I'm running off into this channel. Um, and also, so that also didn't, doesn't add up. Also, don't people usually, like, commit suicide, like, on their own? Like, Yeah, like, why the hell are you going to do that in front of people? Mm-hmm. Right, because he could have, I mean, he could have been saved had, you know what I'm saying, right. everything that happened the way it did. So, like, him, you know, trying to commit suicide or whatever does not make sense. I think, like, I think the only thing that could maybe make sense, and obviously she's not saying anything because she doesn't want to get locked up, is that him and Laura were, like, forcing each other, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, they were forcejando, and maybe, like, when he pulled, he pulled too hard, and, like, fell, and then maybe hit his head, and that's why, you know, he he lost consciousness, and that's how he passed, but he should have been able to, like, be right around that area, had the friends really been looking, I don't know, this is very odd. Yeah, it's one of those cases... Yeah, it's one of those cases where you like I have you have more questions than you have answers because it's like, uh, what? It just no. And I'm gonna close this off with um. So like I mentioned, if Luis Andres would have been alive this year, he would have been 30. So his family, um, went on Instagram and posted like this, uh, uh remembering uh him and honoring him for what would have been his 30th birthday and they put um oh this is the wrong article I'm sorry I got the wrong one pulled up so this is what the they put um an article junto con mi familia hemos decidido además de perdonar empezar a recoger las tristezas para seguir viviendo and that's Luis Colmenares, who's the dad. So I'll translate it. The dad says, you know, together with my family, we've decided that we're going to forgive and we're going to start uh, picking up the sad, the sadness so that we can continue living. Because, you know, I guess at this point, they're just like, we never got the answers, but we're also going to somehow try to like move on with our life. And whoever has something to do with this really we're forgiving you. Like they put it on Instagram and, and set that. Um, hmm. And they did like a, um, like a viral, cause you know, pandemic, this literally just happened May, 2020. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. Right. I was like, Oh my God, that's so crazy. Um, so they did like a whole Facebook live. Um, 
like a little misa, a little Wait, church was service. It, wasn't his birthday in May too, or did you say the event was just in May? No, it was for his birthday. For what would have been his 30th birthday. Oh, right, right, right. Damn, so, okay, sorry. Yeah. That just, that's fucked up. Well, they're yeah. better than me because I'm not forgiving shit. <laughs> <laughs> about my son? Fuck that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, it no. It's tough. It's tough on the mom. I mean, and the dad, and the brother. Like, they were just such, not that you wouldn't be broken because a family member of yours died. But there are some families who are dysfunctional or just aren't tied to each other or they're not close. And unfortunately, a family member passing or a close mom, dad, brother, sister passing doesn't affect them that much. But for this, this particular family, as it would for mine, and I know for you guys, we would be terribly fucked up, all yeah. kind of broken down, just like, oh, I didn't even want to think about something happening to my brother or my mom. But for them, it was that too. And it completely broke them, tore them down. Mm -hmm. And the brother even, now this is from the show, from the Netflix show. I didn't read if that was in fact yes or true. I take it that it is. And thanks Netflix for giving him the props. But the brother, poor brother just felt so, so guilty because he wasn't there, of course. He wasn't there to help, to figure out what happened to this is what he says in the show. Like, I would just want to know why did he, what was he upset over that he jumped off into the channel? Like, why did he take off running? I would just wish that I would have been there for him. And so it hit him that, like, heart in that way. Because um, mm. he felt like he couldn't even protect his brother from whatever happened to him. Yeah. That must be rough, but... It's one of those things where it's just like, then would it happen to both of them? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so again, that's my case, even though I leave you with so many more questions than answers. But again, just to give you a glimpse of how a lot of cases, a lot of situations, and how the criminal justice system is really in Colombia. That's yeah. That's a uh, that's unfortunate, and it's it's just that's upsetting. Mm. And the fact that why would the firefighter not walk up all the way down? Right, Right? you're doing a fucking search of a person. You're not fucking searching for a ball, bitch. Like, yeah, that's definitely neglect, like as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the girl really had some much more of a part to play with it than anything. So it's just seeing how that her dad was so connected. Like, how do you not notice for 16 hours or whatever it is that that body was supposedly there the whole time? Right. Yeah. Like... Like, again, I also think it's so big and important what also pointed out. The firefighter, like, ma'am, you need to walk all the way to the end of the goddamn channel, tunnel right? and really illuminate the light and really look. Like, this is your job. Like, even if it's not your job, you're still, I don't know, but we're talking about her and it is your job and you're the one down there and you still went all the way to the bottom, all the way to the end. Why did you not? We would never fucking know. Because in... What I saw in the show, she just says, I just did it. 
but this doesn't fucking make sense why you yeah. just didn't. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This this bitch's dad has something to do. She told he he said something, and you know they just didn't take it that serious. I bet you that's my hunch. That's my hunch. Yeah, I don't think the best friend had anything to do with it, but I definitely think the ex girlfriend has something to do with it, or the girl. Well, obviously not the ex girlfriend. The girlfriend has something to do with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that the one that had the dad with the connection? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I'm. Oh, just okay, saying, okay. Like, no, no. Sorry, like, I, don't I don't. I no, no. I don't. I don't think the best friend, because you know how like they when they were trying to clear their name out, they were like, mm-hmm. no, like that's my best friend. I will never. And I actually believe that. I I just the girlfriend. Uh. Uh-uh. And then like I, it could even be where like not like I said like it could like maybe she didn't push him. But I do think that he could have fell and, like, then she was just like, oh, damn, he died and it's going to be on me type shit. But even that doesn't make no sense because if it's an accident, it's an accident. I don't, it's an I don't accident. Know. So call it right away. Oh, my God, he just fell. Or I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he knew something about her dad. That's right. It was going to expose it. And that's why she was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. when he died, like, when he fell, she was like, oh, we got to, you know, let him Mm-hmm. Be gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I think that connection is the biggest problem there in that in this story, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So that what is my case. case. What a good case. A, yeah, that is a good case. I told you every time they go out, you, you <laughs> never have a fucking answer. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Like that's crazy because I have so many like cases that I've like you know listened to, and then like when they go out at night and they don't come home, it it's never like a like he was killed or like you know what I'm saying? No, like this is like well this could have happened, but then this could have happened, but then this could have really happened, but I think this happened. Whoa, that's crazy. That's big wild. Yeah, <laughs> great case. Yeah, thanks. Super good. Super, super, super good. Good job. Okay, well. This is why you gotta watch out who you go out with. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. And leave with your friends if you came with your friends. Oh, Oh, Oh. Don't leave your friend behind. Don't leave your friend behind. No friend left behind. No friend left behind. Ooh, that's sorry. crazy though even though I'm sitting here thinking now that I'm thinking of also saying she gets lost and then me just going back to Tallahassee this weekend I was one time the friend that left herself behind and oh my god oh, Lord. I was just so glad I found my friends again it was a very blurry uh, Sam Patrick's night in Tallahassee mm. um, and that's all I'm going to say and thank god the Lord was with me and I found my friend my way back into the shuttle, back to my friends, and I was good. Thank God he was looking after me. Amen, Jesus. Yes, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> no, but for real. No, but yeah, we're going to see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to La Chica Still Crime. We hope you join us next time for another episode full of crime y chisme. Give us a follow on all our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which we will list in the description of the episode. Please also rate our show and leave us a review as this helps bring awareness to our podcast. 
We appreciate it. Gracias. Thank you.